Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, no, I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. 
Um, I need a favor, gentlemen, K-Star, Dr. Train, and especially JB. I need a favor. Can I get a minute? Can I get a minute, please? Will the three of you indulge me a minute? <laughs> Go right ahead. for this for uh, Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for your minute to, to go ahead and take place. Okay. He's no ready. Here he come, y'all. Take one. Yeah. <laughs> JB, you <laughs> Okay, there you go. I just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, I said, go ahead. Three, two, one, now. So, you know, the, the beauty of being able to do this show Tuesday night is you get two days to think about things. You get two days to marinate. You get two days to reflect. Football is an emotional game. If you are a fan of this game and you show no emotion, shame on you. Shame on you. Don't, you should go... And, 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 and play, you know, Farmville or, or, or go, go do something, don't watch football. This is, this is a game about emotion. And whether it's positive emotion or negative emotion, it is a game about emotion. And certainly, if you watch any of the coverage of the Cowboy loss to the 49ers, there were a lot of emotion. It was the most talked about game of the weekend. And I watched every bit of the coverage that I could get. I didn't run from this. I didn't hide. When my friends hit me up and said, what happened to the Cowboys, I didn't hide. Did I post anything about the game? No, I did not. But I responded to every message I got because I don't run, I don't hide, I am not scared. What I am today is angry, though. That is the emotion I have today because I've heard it all. I've heard Mike McCarthy is terrible at clock management. I've heard Kellen Moore called Paul Moore and what are you running a draw play up the middle for and risking what actually happened, not being able to spike the ball. I've heard uh, Dan Quinn, even though he's probably the number one candidate for a head coaching job, why after this performance? Where was the defense? Why couldn't they stop Debo when they needed to? I've heard every possible excuse from Cowboys fans, from pundits, from analysts, from people like you and I. And today I heard one person who finally captured it the way I planned to capture it. I'll tell you who it is later. But here's my problem. I said this a week ago. I said, if we lose to the better team, I will high-five, shake their hand. I will reach out to a friend of mine, Wayne, who was actually at the game. I will say, great job. You guys had the better team. I will reach out to another friend of mine, Ryan, who is another 49er fan. I will reach out. I will say, great job. You had the better team. That's what I said a week ago. If they beat us just because they were the better team, no problem. I'm here to tell you they are not the better team. They were not the better team. We just absolutely, positively stunk. Let go of the last play garbage. Let it go. Shouldn't have been in that damn position in the first place. We have 
do I need to list these superstars that we have? We have three first-team All-Pros. Zach Martin, Trayvon Diggs, and Micah Parsons all made first-team All-Pros. We've got hundreds of millions of dollars in salary cap hit. And this is the performance you leave us with? This is what we get to have on our taste buds for eight fucking months? This is the best you can show us? This is it. So everything that was said about the Cowboys was true? This is what you show us. This is how you perform. This was the game to shut everybody up. This was the game to put your money where your mouth is. Everything was in your favor. Home team, better record, healthy. Dan Quinn knows um, Kyle Shanahan. They coached together. Everything was set up to get a win. And you go into the fourth quarter down 23 to 7. You have eight pre-snap penalties, including offside and, and, and neutral, neutral zone infractions. Holding calls, Randy Gregory hugging an offensive lineman who was trying to um, block him, and he hugs him and brings him to the ground. Neville Gallimore, hands to the face. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the performance. Do not blame Mike McCarthy, although I'll be honest, I, I, have no, I would have no problem if he got fired. We'll get into that later. But do not blame Mike McCarthy. Do not blame the coaching staff. Do not blame the rest. It is the fault of the players that took the damn field. You know right from wrong. You know how to play this game. You showed it to us enough this year. You had games against scrubs. So what, did you not a week and a half ago blow out the Eagles' backups? So obviously, if the other team puts no resistance up, you know what to do. But if the team puts any resistance up, here we go. Let's get nervous. Let's jump off side for no reason. Let's have third and four and then have two false starts in a row, and now it's third and 14. And now you don't convert and you got a punt. All game long. 14 penalties. Cowboys team in the postseason and tied for the most of any NFL team in the postseason. This is the garbage performance you put on display for the fans that were there, for the fans that were sitting home, and for the NFL in general. This is it. And then I got to listen to, you know, Dak Prescott, who I love, um, you know, the brotherhood. And I, I don't want to hear any more about the brotherhood. Hate each other and play better. I don't want to hear how much you guys love each other. I would prefer you guys can't stand each other but play better. I'm tired of it. Cowboy fans, we are tired of this. Because now, for eight months, we've got to hear Stephen A. Smith talk about, I told you so, and every other hater out there. And you know what? We deserve it, and there is nothing we can do about it. And, and what do you think? So come September, we come back with this great roster, and maybe McCarthy's still the coach, or maybe he's gone, and maybe they give it to Dan Quinn or who the heck knows? Who the heck knows what's going to happen? 
and we're supposed to get our emotions all the way back up and go through this bullshit one more season. Let's go through it again. Yay, Dallas. And let's start off 7-1 and one and 8-1 and one again and get our hopes up again and sit there with that pit in our stomach and wait for the inevitable collapse because you can't do your fucking job. You can't do your – give this team – to Bill Belichick, and see how many of you keep your jobs the way you play. I don't give a damn how much money you make. Let Bill Belichick coach this team. Now, some would say you may not have these problems if Bill Belichick coached this team, and I won't argue that point. But right now, how many of you would still be employed? How many of you would still be on this team? How many of you would even finish that game? Are you kidding me? Superstars, multimillionaires? I don't understand it, and I don't understand why it continues to happen. 11 playoff appearances in a row without a trip to the conference championship game. It is an NFL record for a team that in its first 35 years had eight Super Bowl appearances and five rings, and in the last 27 years has had none. I'm tired. I'm not going to dump my team. I'm not. I'm too loyal to do that. But I'll be damned if next season I'm going to come on here hyping this team. I'll be damned if next season I'm going to do power rankings and see if it's 6-1 and one and say, I'm a homer. This is the best team in the – that's not going to happen. I will probably keep you off my power rankings. I don't give a damn what your record is till you get into the playoffs and win a goddamn playoff game and show everyone – that maybe you understand what this game is all about. Because right now, I don't think you do. I truly don't. Rant over. I could go on for another half an hour, but I'm going to stop now because I don't want to have a heart attack. I'm so pissed off. Pissed off. There's so much content from that game. Like, I don't even, this, it's like, I don't even know where the hub to begin. <laughs> um, you know, full disclosure, me and, me and Train, me and Train actually, uh, we're texting each other back and forth. Obviously not in the group chat because you guys were watching the game. Didn't want to fit anyone or, or anything, but like, there's just things that we just didn't understand what was happening within the game. That was like, what the, what the fuck are the Cowboys doing? They're too good for this stupid shit to be happening. All these goddamn penalties, like, and just, I mean, we were kind of baffled at certain points. Yeah. Um, it just, I, yeah, I don't. The Cowboys are such a, and we all picked them, you know. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't hate the Cowboys at all this year. They have, they, they were legit all year. I mean, it's just, and, you know, you never want to fall into the narrative trap where, oh, because the Cowboys, um, you know, had struggled to play off the previous couple of years, that they're going to do it this year, because that's not usually the case. But, it, God, as soon as that game started, and you saw the first drive from San Fran, and then the first drive three and out from Dallas, I was like, oh, shit. And then all the penalties were piling up. I was like, oh, my God, is this really going to happen fucking again? And, um, you know, obviously my team lost, too, so I know uh, it, it sucks for really every, all, every one of us that day, but I can't imagine the anger that you guys felt, you and uh, TMJB, yeah, watching in, that fucking game unfold. In fairness, you guys were lucky to be there. 
right? I mean, let's be honest. We were. We were. We were. Like, the amount of pain I had from my game was minimal. I know I have to imagine compared to what you guys were feeling because you guys had such higher expectations than I did. It, 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 it is disheartening when you know they should be better. They could be better. And it's disheartening. And it's disheartening because it keeps happening. And everybody wants to blame Jerry Jones. He's the fall guy. Jerry Jones. Well, I didn't see Jerry Jones, you know, uh, jump off side. I didn't see Jerry Jones line up in a neutral zone. I didn't see Jerry Jones holding. Nope, didn't see that at all. I didn't see Jerry Jones dropping past That wasn't Jerry Jones. So they can blame Jerry Jones all they want. But you know what? The reason the Dallas Cowboys were on TV the last two days, and it wasn't until today that people stopped talking about it so much, is because Jerry Jones makes sure that the Cowboys are relevant. So all you Cowboy fans that want to bitch about Jerry Jones, well, the reason we get 11 nationally televised games a year is because of Jerry Jones. The reason we have the roster that we have every year is because of Jerry Jones. So if you want to blame Jerry Jones and he medals and all of that, I don't know what any of that has to do with Sunday lining up and knuckling up and yeah, doing your job. Silly. Don't understand that's what fucking, that has to do with it. That's silly. <laughs> Why would people blame Jerry Jones for all the penalties and everything? It doesn't make any sense. Because it's the sexy thing to do. Because that's what the people on TV do. That's what Shannon Sharp says. Is the one constant in 25 years is Jerry Jones. And so you know, all of these struggles go back to Jerry Jones. And Shannon Sharp, I like him. I respect him. He's played the game. He's got three Super Bowls. He's Hall of Fame. He brings credentials. But he's getting caught up in the hype, too. He's turning into Stephen A. Smith. If you listen to him, it almost sounds like we're talking, you're listening to Stephen A. Smith again. Stephen A. Smith says, um, you know, Cowboys are an accident waiting to happen. Shannon Sharp says the Cowboys will do Cowboys things. It's like, okay, you're Stephen A. Smith's part two. Got it. It got him $10 million a year, so now you're trying to get yours. Got it. You go ahead with your shit. Right. Okay. Yep. JB, I, um, I appreciate you allowing me to go off, um, but I do want to allow you your vent time. Now, I probably didn't leave anything for you to say, but I don't really give a damn. You can say it all over again. It, it, cannot, it cannot be said too many times. Um, so, is there anything you want to add or anything you want to say? The floor is yours. Well, you hit the you hit the nail on the head with everything you said. I can't rebuke any of that. As a matter of fact, and we hadn't even talked since um, we did our shot before the game started. So, everything you said, I'm feeling the exact same way. I mean, verbatim. I think the the call where they did the fake punt and then kept the 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 punt team on the field. And then ended up getting a delay of game penalty. Pretty much summarized the entire yep. Cowboy 2021-2022 football season. It just it yep. was the epitome of everything wrapped up in about a minute and 15 seconds. Literally, could not believe yep. just the 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 asinine execution from top down from the coaches thinking that they could fool a team in the same division the team did it to you just two weeks ago, for starters. And then secondly, the fact that the folks on the field 
couldn't even execute the damn plan. That right there just showed me top to bottom, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely yeah. ridic- ridiculous. It, this is not, like you said, it's not about Jerry Jones. I don't want to hear about that. This is not about Stephen Jones. It's not about Jerry Jones Jr. It's not about um, I think Catherine Jones. Well, I can't remember her name. It's not about anybody in the front office. It's about from the coaches right on down to the players. And I'm going to include the coaches too because I've been saying this ever since the Chargers game, week two of the season, when McCarthy came out, I couldn't see the, the clock and all this and that. And I said from that moment forward, we cannot have screw-ups when it comes to either clock management or, or understanding game situations. We've got players who have played this game, some since the age of six or seven, don't know when to realize you're offside, not to have the discipline. And that's the frustrating part is discipline. 14 damn penalties, second most penalized team, I think, in yardage, most penalized team in terms of just flat-out penalties in the league. No damn discipline. And you know, T, you know I'm a stickler for discipline. Stay in the damn lane. If you can't sit your ass in a squatter position for 10 seconds without giving a false start, play after play after damn play, get your ass off the damn field and go put somebody else in. Illegal hands to the face, holding penalties, those kinds of penalties annoy me. The false starts and being offside is what really irks my nerves because the play hasn't even started. You haven't even gotten into the throes of the play where emotions are running high. You're, you, sometimes you just don't realize it until after it happens. Okay, fine. But for false starts and being offside, and your ass is looking right at the damn ball. You see where your hand is. You see where your feet are. And you can't even realize your stupid ass is offside. Give me a damn break. 14 penalties. You might as well just give the game to them. I got, I, and I'm going to go back. Maybe, maybe I'll go back. Say what? I said you did. You did give the game to them. Um, maybe I should go back to the beginning of the year or just start this next year, but I got three measures that I look at for winning a football game. Time of possession, turnover uh, battles, and then the penalties. The teams that have the, the higher time of possession, the fewer penalties and the fewer turnovers, from what I've been watching over the course of the, of the season, went about 90% of the time. They didn't win any of those. I think maybe the turnover, but the time of possession they didn't win. The, the penalties damn sure didn't win. So you're already over two right there. Discipline. There's no discipline on this football team. We have all the talent in the world, but no discipline. Talent plus lack of discipline means you sit your ass at home for the playoffs. And that's what they're doing now. They're sitting at home, picking their noses, picking their asses, waiting for a Saturday to come around because they're not lacing them up because there's no damn discipline. So I don't have a heart attack knowing I got blood pressure and sugar issues and all that stuff. I'm going to stop now. Piss me off. Well, they're saying that McCarthy's not getting fired, but I'll tell you what even though I blame the players and I stick by my guns, I would have no issue if McCarthy was relieved of duty. Hell no. Penalties. Hell no. Penalties to me are coaching. 
that the lack of discipline, the lack of focus on this team reflects on the coaching. Why anybody would want to hire Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. I mean, Dan Quinn did a decent job with defense, don't get me wrong. It's one year. You want to make him your head coach? All right, fine. I'm okay with that. Kellen Moore? Eh, I don't know. But, you know, teams have their needs, so be it. But McCarthy? Yeah, if, if we if the news came out right now or tomorrow or later this week that, you know, Jerry Jones decided to move on from Mike McCarthy, I wouldn't lose a second sleep because I will blame the players, but I'm holding him responsible for things like clock management and penalties. Like, bro, you're not calling any plays. So what is going on? Why can't your guys, your guys line up right? Like, that's discipline. That's focus. That's doing your job. I heard Dak say a hundred times, we do this in practice, we do this in practice. So so who didn't know hand the ball to the center to spot it? That you find the 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 I think it's the line judge if I have it right, but one of the referees, they know which referee it is. And you hand him the ball to spot it. This is football one oh one. You don't, the center doesn't just grab the ball and hike it. You start your own play. Like, who that? Like, if you practice this so much, then why did that not happen? Why did you have to yeah. like, almost act like Fiatish was going to snap the ball? Because you lined up like that's what he was going to do. It was like they're trying to block him for a second. Like, they're blocking the umpire. Like, I didn't understand the fuck. Oh. Well, I, like, I don't think they made it hard for the guy to touch the ball. They made it hard for the umpire well, referee to touch the ball. We see this every I week, though. We see this every week. I know. He was trying to. Get, he was trying to get behind the center, and the ref came up behind him, and they collided. It was an innocent thing. The ref was doing his best to get to the ball. Yeah. Jack was trying to get out of the way so that he can, as soon as they spot it, he can spike the ball, and it happened. And Hand him the ball. How about that? Right. You're the one with the ball. Yeah. Get up and hand it to yeah. him. We see this we every week where teams are coming from behind. They're trying to hurry up and get set. Every single week we see this. For how many decades yeah. have we seen this? Every week. Every week somebody this. is trying That's to hurry point. up. You practice these scenarios. You practice this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, like, how do you not? How do you now, in crunch time, screw it up? You practice this, and then you screw it up. Cedric Wilson has – I've seen him do it two other times this year, throw the ball, catch the ball, and then throw it backwards to, like, CeeDee Lamb, and then CeeDee Lamb run, or, or Tony Pollard, and they run up the sideline. He did it two other times yeah. perfectly. And now in a playoff game, he throws it out of bounds. What? Yeah. So when the money's on the line, you throw it. Saw so you do it early in the season twice. Awesome play. Got 20, 30 yards out of it. Do it today. Do it uh, Sunday, and you throw the ball out of bounds. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not one or two plays. It was time after time. Every time, you you know, they, they yeah. you know, you hit, you hit CeeDee Lamb for 32 yards, and then, you, you know, Connor Williams is caught holding. And he got to go, by the way. He just got to go. Yeah. You know, it's like. Both of them got to go. Connor Williams and McGovern both got to go. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would almost say you got to keep one of them. And if I was going to keep one, I'd keep McGovern. He doesn't hold as much yeah. as Williams. Connor Williams is just 
he just he's a holding machine. He's a penalty machine. And that's a I, I second round it, pick. In, in a perfect world, yeah, yeah, get rid of them both. But you know, this ain't Madden. This is real football. And you, you know, how much money do you have to get another guard? I don't know if there's going to be one in the draft, yeah. but um, it's just I, I, like I said, it's just it's disappointing to have to know that here we go. Like this is the literally the worst possible scenario. I would have rather been blown out. I would rather the 49ers came in and we lost 41 to 10. And then I would have sat here and said, well, we just weren't that good. <laughs> we were bona fide. We weren't that good. <laughs> so, you know, the better team came in, Molly walked us. Oh, well, we got a lot of work to do to get ready for next year. And I would have been fine. But no, no, can't do that. Eight months you know, now, so we got to sit. You mentioned about letting McCarthy go, and I would I would have no problem with that either. I'll even take it one step further. I want to just get your thoughts on it, just throwing it out there since we're we're talking about it. What if McCarthy was let go, Quinn was hired as the head coach, and we brought in Vic Fangio as the D coordinator? Um, Quinn is hot right now. Um and it's almost certain that he's going to get a head coaching offer, and it's almost certain that Jerry's going to offer him a lot of money to try to keep him, and so he'll have a decision to make. Um, he apparently is very well respected as a locker room coach, as a guy that can galvanize his troops, and so the fact that he has rehabilitated, you know, a poor you know, he, he had not a good Super Bowl second half against the Patriots. And then, you know, in the last year and however many games with the Falcons wasn't very good and got fired. And, you know, he's able to come into Dallas and take a historically bad defense and in one year turn it into, you know, a top 10 defense in the league is, is great. Um, I, I don't know, honestly, because he, he was, you know, he was defensive coordinator for one year. And it's just hard for me to say, give him the job. But at this, if it was a choice between him and McCarthy, yeah, I'll take him. I absolutely will take him. And Train has raved about Fangio as a defensive coordinator. Um, so I, I trust Train's judgment. So if that's who our guy was to come in and run the defense, then, you know, <laughs> you, know, I, I, you, you, know it's still, you know, who's going to be on the field is my question. We got free agents. We got all that stuff. We got to deal with like every other team, and you know Cooper and Lawrence and Van Der Esch and some of these guys. We don't know. You know they got heavy thick contracts, and there's options coming up in the off season. So who knows what's going to happen? So who's going to be on the field? Is my question. But I'm just so disgusted right. that I, sounds good to me right now. Nothing short of bringing Bill Parcells back out of retirement, bringing Jimmy Johnson back out of retirement, bringing Tom Landry back from the grave. You know, luring Bill Belichick away from the Patriots, luring Sean Payton away from the Saints. Outside of that, nothing sounds good to me. It just sounds like I'm going to be here a year from now, and you guys are going to say, okay, here T goes again, and I'm going to be doing another rant because Lord knows I've done them before. So right now, nothing. It all sounds like a bunch of shit. Tran, you've been awfully quiet, and I appreciate you allowing us to – do what we do. What are your thoughts on any of this? Um, 
you know, normally you wouldn't you wouldn't let a head coach go when you definitely finish the season. Um, we are the twelve. Was it 12, 12 and five? Yeah, For a twelve win season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't feel like McCarthy knows what he's doing with that team. It's annoying that you guys aren't going on because I was actually. I look forward to seeing, you know, talent on the field. And I, I get San Francisco. I, I get it, you know. Um, I, I've I've been a fan. I've always been a fan of Kyle Shanahan and his, his offensive play calling. I wanted him to be the Bears head coach at one point, but we was a year too early or something to that nature. However, you know, team-wise, uh, Dallas was set up both sides of the ball. Um, uh and you're right. The players should get a ton of blame, um, but for some reason, uh, I just feel like McCarthy doesn't know what he's doing holistically uh, with his team. Secondly, the only question I, I have for you is uh, the last Dak-led team that made it to the playoffs put up a tr- amazing fight against the Green Bay Packers and should have won had the ref ruled that as a catch. <laughs> since they don't know what it gets you still to this day. Um, it, to about the both depth? of you or either of you, which, I mean, what do you feel like is the difference between that team and this team? When it comes to that team, well, that team, I remember watching that game at a, at a, at a, on, the, on, the, on the ski slopes in a, in, a, in a bar, and I was just like, come on, Dallas. Come on, Dallas. And they were so close, but they looked just better. They played better. They fought better. You know, what do you feel like is the difference? Because it was a Dak-led team, even though he was a rookie, but still. It was a Dak-led team, just like today is a Dak-led team. By you, 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 the, the last two games, the last – so we've had two issues with Green Bay. The, the catch game was Dez, and that was actually Romo. The, the game that we lost, that Dak led um, Aaron Rodgers through a absolute unbelievable bullet to tight end. Um, I think Cook was his name. He made an amazing catch on the sidelines, and then Mason Crosby hit a 51-yarder to win the game. Um, but your point is correct. In both of those games, it was not it, it was not self-inflicted wounds. It was not self-inflicted mistakes. It was not. Um, you know, the game against, you know, Aaron Rodgers just did what Aaron Rodgers does, and that's the game where it hurts because you could have won, but, okay, you, you know, you go, you go and you say, well, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. The game before that was a little tougher because, as we all we talked about it here, and it's been talked about to this day, that should have been ruled the catch. They've even changed the rule to make it more clear now that that is a catch. Um, and had that been a catch and we scored, there was a likelihood, although Aaron Rodgers still would have had some time, but we had a shot at winning that game. Um, to get to your question on what is the difference, um, and, and, you know, Dak a few years ago and then Dak this year, I think the difference, frankly, is the run game. I think that, you know, and, and, and that goes back to the offensive line. When, you know, and Train, you know this because you're a big fan of the run game. You're a big fan of 
defense. And when you start off the game and you're running the ball, teams and teams can't stop you. And, you know, you know, Zeke, I said, was the best running back in the game at that time. And I stand by that. I led the league two years in a row, um, had the highest per game average his first three years in the league. And Zeke was a monster. He was a monster. And when you have that freight train running at you constantly, and those big hogs, and this is when Travis Frederick was our center, and this was pre-Connor Williams, and this is pre-Lyle Collins, like that offensive line was a beast, and that offensive line bullied you for four quarters. And I think we've gotten away from that because we don't have that offensive line. We still have Tyron Smith. We still have Zach Martin. Everybody else is different. And Zeke, although he was hurt, so we'll see what happens next year, but he did play hurt. But Zeke hasn't performed the way Zeke normally performs. So when you don't have that dominant run game beating you up, and then they have to adjust to the run game, and then Dak can sit back there and pick you apart, it's not the same team. And so this team comes out, and they want to run the ball. They try to establish the run. And they spend the whole first quarter, second quarter, trying to figure out a way to get the ball running, and they get down 10 points, 14 points, 16 points, or more. See Denver. (laughs) And now the second half, it's like, okay, can't run, got to throw the ball. And thank God we got CeeDee Lamb. We had Gallup for a little while. We got Amari Cooper. We've got tight ends. We've got Pollard, and we've got a bunch of weapons. And that's a decent quarterback. He's pretty good. And we're able to do some things. We're able to get some drives together and we'll play from behind. I mean, this what we saw. How many times this year did we see this? Where the Cowboys fall behind in the first half of the first three quarters and then rally in the third quarter because they finally abandoned the run. They finally are so far down they can't run anymore. They've got to pass, pass, pass. And their pass game is pretty tight. But when they start off like they did some of these other games, and they're able to run the ball, and they're able to keep the teams on their heels, then we saw an entirely different team. Well, that's the team we saw against the 49, I mean, against the Packers in the playoffs. That's the team that we built uh, a la the 90s Cowboys, where you ran Emmett, and you ran Emmett, and you ran Emmett, and then when they tried to stop Emmett, boom, Michael Irvin, touchdown. Boom, Alvin Harper, touchdown. Boom, Jay Novacek, touchdown. That's what we tried to do. That's what we've been trying to do. We don't have the offensive line. That's the difference, if you ask me. Good question, though. Yeah, bro. Just wish I would have seen y'all advance, man. So, I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, me too. Me too. And normally, you know, I'm a 24-hour guy, and it's over. This one, this one was tough. This one, this one oh, might man. be. Okay. Lost. It might be the toughest because there's nothing to hang your hat on for the next eight months. There's nothing to look at and say, you know, I know that they were trying. They were trying to blame the refs. Jack tried. By the way, he apologized for his comments. <laughs> I laughed. I ain't going to lie about the fans throwing things at the refs, and he said, <laughs> good for them. <laughs> I laughed. I ain't going to lie. I laughed because I knew exactly where that came from. And I said, give it a day or two. He's going to apologize because someone's going to talk to him and say, Dak, I know you didn't mean that. You need to go clean that up. But at, but you know what that showed me? He fucking cares. 
because he was pissed the fuck off. That's not normal Dak. Normal Dak is Peyton Manning behind the mic. Well, That's normal Dak. It's all the right thing. You that one. Hold on. Did, that one. Were you upset by what he had said? Because with Cam Newton, you nope. should get on Cam Newton when he said things, and this was. Yeah, but Cam, he he no, said that he was okay with the refs. Hold on. He was okay. He said yeah. he was okay with the refs having fans throw stuff at them. What? Yeah, he did. He said good for them. He said they were just as frustrated as we were no, with the rest that of the That was awful. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, don't put him in the cat. Cam Newton did it all the time. Uh, you know, yeah, I know. So, he didn't so, say that, though. Yeah. He just say throw so fucking debris at the ref. Jesus, so bad. That was really bad. He just apologized for it. <laughs> yeah, I just said he apologized, but he's okay. So he's human. He's human, K-Star. He, he you know, his team I, I just know, got embarrassed. So he's showing. No, but usually you're. I, I understand that, but usually you want your quarterback to take accountability for losses like that. He did. You know what I mean? And and he did. He always does. Mm. So give him one. Give him one game. Give him one. Give him one mistake. You know, if that's the only mistake right. he makes at the podium in his career, I can live with that. I can absolutely All live right. with that if that's the only mistake. I mean, fucking Tom Brady throws. It, it, it shocked uh, me. It shocked me. Exactly the that was it. Oh. Yells at other people. Oh, <clears throat> you know, no one says anything to Tom Brady. Fuck out of here. Right. If, that's, if that's the one mistake he makes in his career behind a microphone, I can live with it. Because that's not normal back. No. Any apologize. I was shocked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Go get a quarterback. Then come talk to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, too soon. Listen, maybe we'll get. Let it go. Maybe we'll get Jimmy Garoppolo. He still, the wound still wide open, man. Let it go. Maybe we'll get Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, it's the truth. You ain't got a quarterback no more. No, that's really not oh, a thing. It's man. the truth. You don't have a quarterback. I got nothing against Ben. I like Ben. But we know it's over. Uh-huh. You know it's over. So. Uh, go get a quarterback. Let's talk. Let's see who you guys get. Man. I needed that. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Boy, that's like a one city sauce. Boy, whew. Needed that. So, was anybody, I don't know, we may get back to the game, we may not, I don't know, but was anybody as shocked as I was that the Bills Molly Wap, the Patriots, and the way they did it. I yeah. I didn't see that coming. No. No, I, I didn't, I didn't well like that. Man, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat him by a couple of scores at most, but, like, the way they just fucking destroyed him was insane. They didn't have any pun. They didn't have any turnover. They just were touchdowns every goddamn run. insane. That was definitely shocking. Yeah. I think it was the first time it's ever happened in NFL playoff history where a team hasn't had a punt and every drive was a touchdown drive. I think I wrote that stat here. Um, you yeah. would never expect that versus Bill Belcher defense. Mm. I thought we were playing Madden all of a sudden. I can't say I was. I can't, I'm not going to say I was expecting it, but I, 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 I won't say I was, like, terribly shocked either. But did you did – you, did you think they – I mean, they made that look remarkably easy. I mean, <laughs> I, I, didn't, 
I didn't, that's what I say. I, I wouldn't expect it to be that easy, but I, I'll, I mean, I, but I expected them to handle to handle the Patriots. You know, if they beat them, if they beat them by double digits. I wouldn't have been, you know, that that would have been up to what I was looking. For. Uh, yeah, that score was like wow. Okay, <laughs> but to and, and, score you know, a touchdown and, on every single possession, though, that's the thing. <laughs> they scored a touchdown on every single possession. They were they were playing a rookie mode. Thirty to twenty. 30 to 20, 27-17, 27 I get all of that. But the score of touchdown on every single possession of Bill Belichick's team, woo! Well, and, Hell no, I'll never see that. I couldn't see that with binoculars. K-Star, I think it was you that said, who picked, did anybody pick the Patriots? And yeah, I picked the Patriots because of Bill Belichick. I picked the Patriots. Yeah. His I expected to be, I, and I would, you know, I ain't got no horse in that race. If they lose, they lose. But I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect the defense to lay an egg like that. You played this team twice already. You beat them once, and then to just to just mm-hmm. not show up. I mean, right? I mean, okay, yeah, rebuilding year. You know, you guys kind of exceeded expectations, but at one point you were the number one seed in, in the conference. About two thirds of the way mm-hmm. through the season, you were like the number one seed. And now yeah, and the number one team in J and the number one team in JB power rankings at one point too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go get your QB, you know, QB one, baby, QB one. I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody oh, got the jokes, boy. Everybody got the jokes. <laughs> Yeah, hey, man, all I know is Josh Allen. Uh, Josh, Josh, Josh Allen's really fucking good. Good work for about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, I, I would say let's go and pick some games. Um, fans, I got the impression that you were driving. Are you, are you home now? I'm home. I'm bringing up the um, – I'm bringing up the sheet, too. Record. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um. I some other Steelers. Oh. Yeah. You want to say something about your Steelers? Oh, look at you. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing my Steelers. Real quick. Hey, man. I thought we did. TJ Watt. Gave him a lot of love. I love you. <laughs> I love you, TJ Watt. That's all I got to say, man. Thank you for giving me that false hope for like, you know, five minutes. That was awesome. Hey, for one quarter, uh, bro. For one quarter, hey, yeah. man. You, one you quarter and one hope. drive. You had hope for longer than I did. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, we had, we had no hope crazy. for about the last half of the fourth quarter. You had hope for the whole first quarter. I was sitting there. I know everybody was sitting there like, what? Yeah. Hey, but you know what, bro? On the real, on the real, good for you. Good for your Steelers. You know, that is a team that wasn't going to go. I mean, okay, the score got bad. Okay. I mean, look who you're playing. But y'all didn't go out like suckers. Yeah. You know, that's a well-coached no. team that didn't go out like suckers. They even came and punched the Chiefs in the mouth in the first quarter. Yep. Like, I was like, are they about to do I know you were sitting there like, you know, you probably had that. I 
I can't believe what I'm seeing. I'm going to enjoy it while I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that was. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's plenty of shout out. Shout out Coach Tomlin, shout out to TJ Watt, shout out to Big Ben last game. I knew that we, obviously, you know, I want my heart to feel that I knew that the, it was nearly impossible to beat the Chiefs. And, you know, we just, we, I, I didn't, to be fair, I didn't believe the Steelers team all year early on. I saw the problems that we had. It's amazing we won this many games. It's amazing we got in the playoffs. It's amazing we lasted the quarter. Just <laughs> the Chiefs. I think that's just uh, a testament to uh, Mike Tomlin and uh, TJ Watt's defense and, um, you know, it's a big, big bench getting it out one last year. So, um, yeah, obviously we have a whole offseason to figure the quarterback situation out. But just wanted to shout out Mike Tomlin real quick. You know, I'll say this. I, I sit here and I say, if you took this team as composed in Dallas and you put Mike Tomlin as the coach or Bill Belichick or Sean Payton, can you just imagine what this team would accomplish? Just imagine, man. That's what teams are made of. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm looking at these games. And I look at AFC, and I'm looking at first, second, third, fourth seed. I'm looking at the NFC. First, second, fourth, and sixth seed. The third seed. The only, the only upset, you will, in that Cowboys, right? Bullshit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's pick some games and get on out of here because I've had enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we start off. We start off Saturday at four thirty. The Bengals travel to Tennessee. <clears throat> Interesting if Derrick Henry plays. Um, should be a good game. All of these games should be good games. So we've got the Bengals at the number one seed Titans. Let's start with K Star. You know, I'm actually I'm gonna go with um, Cincinnati to win this game. Tennessee, we got to see what Derrick Henry is looking like. But I know one thing: when you have a bunch of players coming back from injury, first game in the playoffs, I would not be surprised if Tennessee started off slow. Whereas Cincinnati's been cruising for a while these last the last month of the season, even with a win over Kansas City and obviously how they played last week. I bet the Bengals to win, and I guess it'd be a minor upset. You know the the Titans team. This is a team that did lose to the that did lose to the Texans this year. You know they lost to my Steelers. They've had some bad losses, and um, you know I'm not again I'm not sure how how healthy Derrick Henry is, but I do think that Cincinnati poses some matchup problems for the cornerbacks. And you know that said, I like Cincinnati to come up with the upset win in Tennessee. Okay, JB. You know, I'm so pissed. I don't even give a damn right now. But I'm going to go with Cincinnati also. Um, and maybe it's because of the, the way they won this past week. But um, I'm just going to go with Cincinnati just for good. I don't have any analysis that I could do. Just... Okay. It's two for Cincinnati. Dr. Train. I like the Titans in this one, man. Um <clears throat> When you talk about team football, uh, I know what the Cincinnati can do offensively, and uh, they got a really good connection between um, uh, um, Chase and uh, Burrow, but um, for some reasons, uh, the Titans are a – they're just a good all-around football team. They can – you know, they they have a way of covering for their weaknesses. So 
I just like them to I like them in pulling out a, a drag out fight in this one uh in Tennessee. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Titans. I I, I like Vrabel. Uh, you know, he's he played for Belichick and he's certainly shown a high level of um acumen as a as a head coach. Um whether Henry plays or not, I mean this team was left for dead by a lot of pundits when Henry went down. Um, you know, they they fought through that. Actually, you know, Kansas City, not New England, you know, not the Chargers, other super teams, that, not even the Bills. It was Tennessee that earned number one seed uh, with a 12-5 and five record, second-best record in the NFL behind, um, you know, the Packers and the Bucks. Um, and that was good coaching and some solid play. So, everybody's hot on Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Nixon. And I think I think Rabel came from Belichick, and he's gonna have something for him. So I'm going with the Titans too. So got two and two, two for the Cincinnati Bengals and two for the Titans. All right. Uh, next game, fucking Forty Niners. The Green Bay Packers. This is a Saturday night game at Lambeau Field. Um, I don't know anything about the weather other than it's probably going to be cold. That's the best I can tell you. Um, let's start with train on 49ers traveling to Green Bay. Man, fuck them Packers, and I'm picking them to win this game. <laughs> okay. JB. I hope Aaron Rodgers brings discount double check and brings his whole State Farm crew, brings the whole Jeopardy contestants in, brings everybody that you can think of in, and absolutely wipes the 49 tail clean. Damn it. Jimmy Greenback. Um, that deserves a... Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Bring your broke toe. Bring it off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, K-Star. I'm going to go with the Niners. Um, they start to run really well. We saw that versus Dallas. Um, I've seen that throughout the year. Nick Bosa is supposed to return to the lineup. I just looked that up. Um, you know, this is a team that the Niners, you know, the, the Niners won the Super Bowl two years ago, and they uh, gave Kansas City a run for their money. And, you know, the way they do it through their front four, playing efficient on offense, running the ball really well. They have that run game. They had Debo Samuel. They have a complete team. Um, you know, to me, a close game, I think. And, uh, again, this is a team that moves <laughs> – that, that blew Green Bay out a couple years ago, too, in the NFC Championship game. Um, and they did it just by rushing four, dropping people back in coverage and having that D-line do work. Uh, I know there's some banged-up injuries on Green Bay's offensive line, and I think that San Francisco's primed to keep this run going. Niners. Yeah, you had to throw that little dig in uh, they did against Dallas, right? You know, that's why I fuck with you. So that little comment, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even trying. I said it. I said it in a demeanor that was like, oh, disappointed. You know, I wasn't trying to do anything like that. I wasn't. Hey, you quarterback yet? That's all I want to know. Did you get quarterback yet? Okay. Um, I echo the sentiments of my brother. I hope Aaron Rodgers picks the 
boys. I hope I hope this is the Bills Patriots part two and the Packers do to the 49ers what the Bills did to the Patriots. I want I have never wanted to see Aaron Rodgers win a game more. As a matter of fact, I've never wanted to see Aaron Rodgers win a game. I'm not a huge fan. I think he's a great quarterback, but you know he ain't my quarterback. So fuck him. He my quarterback this weekend. I'm gonna get my little wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold, hold, hold on. I believe. I believe. I believe. It's my quarterback. Oh, Tony. <laughs> you guys can point the. I don't want to hear that. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's going to be my quarterback this year. You know what I meant to play? I meant to play this when we started the show. I'm going to play it now. I meant to play it. We just uh, – the Bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bullshit? Bullshit. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Classic. Boys were who we thought they were. Anyway. Let's go, Packers. Let's go, Packers. That hurt. Fuck, hate Packers. Okay. Um... So what do we got? Three Packers and got one 49er quarter over there. All right. <laughs> Moving to Sunday, 3 o'clock. The Rams did pretty good last night. Stafford got the money off his uh, money. The monkey off his back. Um, Buccaneers, I mean, I'm sorry. The Cardinals just, just fell apart. And that was not a performance at all. At all. Interesting to see. How their how their postseason goes, but the Rams did what they should have done, and Beckham is showing everybody he can still play the game. Now they go to Tampa Bay. Um, this should be a really good game, but the Bucks got some injuries, so this should be a really good. Game. So we've got the Rams visiting the Bucks, and we're going to start with JB. I'm going to go with the Bucks on this one, really. And the fact they're at home, um, so relatively healthy. I'm a little concerned about their offensive line. I wish that the, the Cowboys playing this would be perfect for them. I think they'll be healthy enough and, and coached well enough to get past the Rams. I still think that Stafford is um, he's going to throw one pick that he wish he never had. I think that's going to be the difference. I'm taking. Okay, Doctor Train. I take the Rams in this one. <clears throat> I've always uh, I've, I've picked the Rams during the season against the Bucks. They beat them. Um, I just feel like this matchup favors the Rams all the way. Uh, so, uh, Rams. Here with Tampa, I like their defense. They're going to have to make plays and win this game. Stafford's going to keep six sixes this year. He played great on uh, Monday night, last night. But um, this is in Tampa Bay. Takes a little higher. Not a divisional opponent. This is... Uh, I'm Brady, he's playing in the Tampa Bay defense, so I like Tampa Bay. 
Yeah, you know, when you look at the order of the game, it really, it really, each game, it, it's like perfectly scheduled. This could have been the Sunday night game. It's going to be that good, but it's kind of hard. Bills and the Chiefs, that's going to be another great game. Um, it's going to be a great game. And I would pick the Rams, except I still am not – I've never was told backwards. Um He got the monkey off his back finally. But look what it took for him to finally get a playoff. And to play a, a, a Cardinals team that had really been – very good team over the last two months. Um, at home, um, he's stacked. They're not. They're, you know, the, the Rams went all in this year. So now they're going up against the GOAT. And I know at some point it's going to be over for Tom Brady. And it could be this year, but I don't think it'll be this one. So I'm going with Brady. I'm going with the Bucks. But it's going to be a good game. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, Aaron Donald, Beast, and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, it's, this is just going to be a good game. Um, all right. Last but not least, we've got the Bills at the Chiefs. It's a Sunday night, end of the weekend game. <clears throat> Bills look good. Chiefs look good. Both teams had blowouts this weekend. And not face off. Uh, are you first? So rematch the AFC Championship game from last year. Um, I think the difference in over the previous years, the Bills' defense has improved. Josh Allen has taken yet another step forward as a player. And unlike last year, the Bills had a more established run game. Devin Singletary has been playing really well. Um, whereas the Chiefs have a banged-up backfield. They're on their third-street running back, um, have some tackle deficiencies. I like Buffalo to upset. I don't know if you call it an upset, but I like the Bills to get this one here. Um, second time beating – or, you know, first time beating Kansas City in the playoffs uh, in the rematch. Uh, I just think that they have a slightly better overall team. I think the Chiefs go through a little bit of lag sometimes. I mean, we saw it versus Steelers in that first quarter. You can't do that versus the Chiefs – or, sorry, versus that Bills offense. So, um, I, I think the Bills get it done. Okay. JB. You know, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Um, K-Style, everything you said, I can't disagree with that. That Chiefs magic can continue to play out. They look pretty sharp. Okay, yep. Um, for Josh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Okay, train. Um, I like the Bills. Um, <clears throat> they definitely play each other regular season. Bills got that win, but of course, this is not regular season. Um, however, uh, I like the growth of that team. Uh, Chiefs look more human this year than they have any year before. And this is the game that I most look forward to actually watching uh, out of all four playoff games. So, um, But I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay. I mean, I guess that means there's another split. I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, Josh Allen is, is emerging, but Patrick Mahomes has already arrived. And, uh, you know, Let's fast forward a year and maybe the Bills team that to 
but this year I still think the Chiefs got enough to pull out. Um, frankly, I expect the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm going with the Chiefs. Oh. There you have it. Those are our picks. And um, anything else that you guys wanted to talk about before we get on out of here? Uh, there's an interview and everybody around the block for their coaches. Y'all might get an interview. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure when they pick their head coach, we will spend ample time reviewing who, who um, they're looking for a head coach and a general manager, right? Yeah, they need both. So it'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, 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 the whole coaching thing is going to be very interesting because it affects so many teams, not just the teams that are looking for coaches, but teams that have, you know, coordinators that are being interviewed. So it, 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 there's a, you know, obviously we know there's eight teams that are looking. Mike Mayock got fired today from uh, Oakland or um, Las Vegas. Um, I don't know what that means for Versace, but, you know, it, it's it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. So, okay. Anything else? Let's get on out of here then. Uh, final thoughts. We'll start with JB. Well, we're getting down to, again, the home stretch. This is a divisional round. Enjoy it. As far as my Cowboys go, like I said, discipline. Whatever you do during this off season, find some discipline, and and let's let's get this thing back track. You're too good for this, too too good to finish this poorly. So if you're not going to do it for your fans, you're not going to do it. If you want to do it for your damn selves, but just do it. Damn it, just do it. Okay, Doctor Train, final thoughts. Oh, man, we're all at home on the couch. It kind of sucks. I'm just looking forward to seeing you guys' teams do do some things. But, oh, well, there's always next year. Uh, however, I will say just some funny things that happened. Um, uh, for a minute there, K-Star, during the first quarter and a half or so, I had a thought that if the Steelers get past Kansas City, could they really run the table? It, it lasted for about five seconds. However, the funniest thing was 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 seeing your last text and then seeing nothing else after that. <laughs> yeah. DJ, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it goes it goes dark. <laughs> I was like, well, that's yep. <laughs> that's the highlight of the game for K Star there. Yep. Um, but I will say for everybody, enjoy the playoff. The season is slowly coming to an end here, and this this week is going to be a is a really nice slate of game. So I just look forward to just watching the remainder of the season, enjoying it for what it is. Okay. Um, K-Star. You know, I'm happy uh, Ben Roethlisberger got one last playoff game that he moved third all-time in NFL history in playoff passing yards. Pretty crazy stat. Him, I'm sorry, uh, Tom Brady. Hey man, Big Ben, pretty elite company there. Um, a lot of respect he got. 
from Russell Wilson on Twitter and also from Patrick Mahomes after the game. Ben, it's going to be really pretty impossible to fill your shoes, but hopefully we can, uh, you know, steal an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson to make that transition easier, but you'll be so missed. And uh, the crazy Steelers offseason begins now since our quarterback position is open for the first time in nearly 20 years. So onward we go. Okay. <clears throat> so I said a lot earlier. Um, I'm not going to repeat any of that, but I will say this. You know, if Keith McCarthy, which history would dictate that that's probably what's going to happen. Um, I heard Mike Tannenbaum say this. I almost went to a breakfast here in Connecticut that Mike Tannenbaum was going to be at. Um but I couldn't get to it. My schedule didn't allow, but I got an invite to go. It was a group that I work with, and uh, it would have been nice to meet him because I think he's a decent analyst, and he's a former general manager. And, and he said this, and I agree with him, even though Dominic Fox, Foxworth or Foxworthy, whatever the hell his name is, didn't agree with it, but I don't care. Um, if you're going to keep McCarthy, then Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones or Jerry Jones Jr. or Will McClay or somebody that matters, that's on, the, that's on the org chart higher than McCarthy, has to sit him down and has to explain to him. And, and maybe you shouldn't have to do this. I'll agree with that. But it needs to be done, okay? It needs to be done. And go through these mistakes and tell him this will not be tolerated next season. We cannot have a team, the most penalized team in the NFL, next season. We can't have poor clock management. These, these are the cornerstones of your job. You are given the – this could – the team he had this year might be the most talented team he's ever coached because those Green Bay teams weren't all that. Aaron Rodgers, yes. But outside of that, you know, it was a posh kosh of talent. They had some here, some there, but nothing like what he had this year. So you're going to come back next year, and the one thing we know is the Cowboys will be talented. Even if they lose a few people through free agency and through salary cap, you know, casualties, Dallas always finds a way to put talent together. They'll have enough talent next year to be competitive. But if you're going to coach the way you coach this year and then make up stupid excuses, we call this an ozone play, and I, I shut up. You screwed up over and over again. Your team was not disciplined. So you spent a year – or two, however long you are away from the game, and you went through all of these analytics and you studied all of this stuff, and I don't see the impact of any of it. I don't. We need to see that now if you're going to keep this job. I have no problem with the theory being I look at the 92 Cowboys. I'm sorry, the 91 Cowboys. And that was the cusp of three out of four. Now, it was different circumstances, but it was a new coach that was rebuilding a team. That's the similarity. And if we want to take that approach and say, well, guys, look at where we were a year ago, his first year, after Jason Garrett got fired, he comes in, half the team is injured, he couldn't get anything done, okay, 6-10, and 10, fine. Now he's got a healthy team, hey, 12-5, and five, won the division, went to the playoffs. Okay. So if we want to look at it as it's 1991 all over again, fine. If you want to bring him back and give him a chance to finish what he started, fine. If you're going to bring back a reasonably talented team, fine. I'm there. I'll be all in again next year, just like Train will be all in with his 
with his Bears, just like K-Star will be all in with his Steelers, and I know my brother will be all in with me with the Cowboys. We'll all be all in. But sit down with this guy and make sure he – so we don't have to – even if we lose and go 0-17, I don't want to hear penalties, and I don't want to hear clock management, and I don't want to hear stupidity anymore. That's got to be corrected. So if you're going to keep this guy, then someone needs to correct it. And you know what, Jerry? You need to come out and tell us this. You need to come out and say, hey, look, he wasn't perfect. He made mistakes. We're going to address his mistakes. We're not going to be the most penalized team, and we're not going to have stupid um, clock management issues. And we're going to address that in the offseason. And I'm promising you guys that in those areas, we will be better. Period. And that's coaching, and that's leadership. That's what I want from my Cowboys. Enough. As my, as my brother on the line just said, enjoy the games. We're almost done. Great. Another great football weekend. I, I kind of don't care right now, like Jay said. But by, by uh, Saturday, I'll be, I'll be raring to go. I'll have a steak or I'll have some nachos or I'll have something good to eat, and I'll be sitting right here ready to watch some football and – uh, it's still going to hurt. This one's going to hurt for a while, but you know what? Part of football. It's part of it, right? You're a fan. You want to be high and happy when you do well, then you got to take the lumps when you when you play like shit. I'll take the lumps. Jay will take the lumps. We'll all take the lumps. All good. Uh, fellas, thank you. Anyone out there listening, thank you. Train said it on Sunday before the Cowboys played. He said his feud is about to get settled on the field. Fortunately, it was settled, but not in our direction. Let's see what happens this weekend. Let's see how many feuds get settled over the weekend. Everybody have a good night. We'll see you next Tuesday night. Enjoy the games. Take care.